0: Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast. You must forgive me if I don't sound good or if I f- sound a little froggy during this presentation. I'm calling this a presentation because I believe it's going to be a two-part episode because my goal is to not have these episodes run long. Now normally I'm trying to drop these episodes on Wednesday. I am under the weather right now so i was not able to record yesterday. And I wanted to make sure that I did this podcast justice because I think this is a very important topic. We're talking the Great Depression 2.0. It is right up there with one of the things I think people are not thinking enough about and how to be prepared for it, along with a previous podcast I did where I talked about the cataclysmic event that no one's talking about and that's the the collapse of the meat supply around the world but a global depression a great depression 2.0 is something that's very much in the works or is it? There's a lot of signs that bleed towards it and point towards it, but some of the numbers that caused the Great Depression were not quite there yet, but I think it is looming in the background. And I think they're also kind of having a situation that could pull us out of the Great uh, Great Depression 2.0, looming in the background too, and that would be World War Three. But before we get into the Great Depression 2.0, let's talk about the Great Depression and exactly what that was. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Great Depression was a severe worldwide economic depression between 1929 and 1939 that began after a major fall in stock market prices in the United States. This is funny how they label this. The economic contagion began around September 4th, 1929 and became known worldwide on Black Tuesday when the stock market crashed on October 29th nineteen. 29. Now as we uh, approach the anniversary of that date, as it is October 27th, 2022 now, um, I found it very pressing because you all hear of October surprises. This is definitely kind of an October surprise and October has notoriously been a month where kind of things start picking up. September, October and November, you'll see a lot of kind of shifts in the way things happen, but generally known you have some October surprises and you can look that back at that throughout history. Now, some of the reasons they point to the stock market crashing was uh, government policies, bank failures and pan- panics, and a collapse of the money supply and overall consumer um, trust. The Smute halley tariff, uh, Smut, tariffs, smoot halley tariffs, Added to that. And we see a lot of tariffs happening now. We see a lot of bad government policies happening now. Um, we saw a lot of bank failures back in 2008. I don't know that we've seen that lately. But the um, money supply and the economic collapse is definitely happening everywhere we look. When you look at uh, consumer confidence, one of the things we see now also is that consumer credit card debt is at an all-time high, which really points to um, collapses in the economic system in general. Uh, credit card debt in the. US hits an all-time high of 930 billion dollars. And that was article was published on October 11th, 2022. That's a US credit debt all-time high from um, Alexandria White. I found this article um online trying to do some research from this this is a CNBC article and it's just amazing to me that we have that much debt we're seeing the inflation rise unlike anything we've ever been seen before. Plus, we have a national debt crisis as we outsource a bunch of money to other countries to fund these proxy wars. So we're we're really putting ourselves in a situation to lead to a Great Depression 2.0. But let's dig a little more into uh, what happened during the Great Depression. Um, This article comes from an economist, uh, Burton Folsom. I'm going to read part of it to you guys because I thought it was interesting. Um, The Great Depression was the worst economic crisis in U.S. history. From 1931 to 1940, unemployment was in the double digits. Think about the unemployment rates right now. They go ahead and they skew those numbers to keep it in the high, high, um, high nines. When it, we know that it's higher than that. We know that the jobs that people can go get are not really jobs that will provide you with uh, a great living or the ability for economic movement up and down the ladder or really advancement in society. Um, in April 1939, almost ten years after the crisis began, more than five, um, more than one in five Americans still could not find work. On the surface. It seems like World War II marked the end of the Great Depression. During the war, more than 12 million Americans were sent into the military and a similar number toiled in defense-related jobs. Those war jobs seemingly took care of the 17 million unemployed in 1939. Most historians have therefore cited the massive spending during wartime as the event that ended the Great Depression. So if we continue with these economic woes and these economic problems, maybe we don't go into a Great Depression 2.0, but we go into a war economy. 2.0, 2.0, where you can't find a job unless it's to help with the war efforts, the World War 3 efforts. And they kind of overt this Great Depression that we're slowly declining into, or maybe even in, depending on who you are. I believe that a Great Depression could be a very personal thing. It doesn't have to be an economic, like worldwide catastrophe. It could be very, very much so a Great Depression for you, the individual. And that's something that as preppers we have to individually prepare for and be ready for is what's my great depression 2.0 not the world not the U.S. what would put me in a great depression and then we have to you know kind of prepare ourselves accordingly and we'll talk more about that on the second uh, part of this podcast is what we could do um, individually to to challenge or to put ourselves in a position where we really push back against being forced into a personal um, great depression. So something to think about there um, as we talk about what kind of economy emerged to keep us out of that war i think more importantly as we see the tide turn towards more of a world war three we need to do more to push back against it because even though we may be individually in an economic situation where we would prefer a job wherever it's at i don't think any of us really want to be in a real world war wartime economy that is just churning out um, soldiers and weapons and war. Nobody wants war, especially the type of war we're going to have in a World War III. It's going to be vastly different than anything that any of us um, could imagine. It's not going to be anything like World War II was, so we have to keep that in mind. But as we um, look at some of the precursors for what led up to the Great Depression, what were some of the uh, things that caused a depression? When you look up uh, signs of an upcoming economic depression, and this resource resource is from the corporatefinancialinstitute.com. This is the stuff that in these corporate newsletters they warn you about. So they have um, four things to look out for. It's worsening unemployment rates. A worsening unemployment rate is usually a common sign of an impending economic depression. With high jobless numbers, consumers will lose their purchasing power and eventually lower demand. So not only are we seeing high jobless rate, but we're also seeing an inflation rate. So we're purchasing less. Our purchasing power is also very, very limited due to the inflation. So that's probably why they have number two on the list. Rise in inflation. Inflation could be a good sign that demand is higher due to wage growth and a steady workforce. However, too much inflation will discourage people from spending and it could result in lower demand for products and services. I know personally in my job I see the lower demand and the high rise in inflation creeping in. It is making things very difficult for us to stay afloat because we're having to jack up the prices on the people who can't afford to buy to sustain and continue the business, if those people were to be removed from the market, we'd have to lower our prices at a risk of not being able to to um, cover the overhead of op- in operational costs of the business. Now, this is my job. This is where I'm employed. This is not my personal business, so I would never do that to my. Um, to my consumer base. If I was in the situation that my business is in, I would probably uh, much rather fold than to continue to shuffle along uh, these inflated prices to my consumers. And then I would try to regroup later on down the road versus having my uh, higher end client base be affected by the rise in inflation. So number three, A decline in property sales. I think we're starting to see that right now. In an ideal economic situation, consumer spending is usually high, including the sale of homes. But when there is an impending economic depression, the sale of homes goes down. Signaling falling confidence in the economy. I think that market, housing market, has really started to turn. We've seen a huge increase in home prices. A lot of people cashing in, a lot of people cashing out, and taking what they could and get, getting what they could in this housing market. And now it is it extremely cooled off? I used to see um, not really like you know within the last twelve months, I used to see increase in prices to ten to twelve to thirty percent over what they were asking for. Uh, people who were buying homes during this period, pe- Period. And they were paying well over asking price just to get their foot in the door in this current housing market. Now you're starting to see a shift and you're starting to see a turn where lately I've seen housing prices drop by 5, 10, 15, 20% and sit on the market for 30. 60, 70 plus days, even longer in some cases for the houses that I've targeted. I like to look at the housing in my area to kind of get an idea of what my property value may do because I'm very comfortable where I'm at mortgage-wise. I'm very comfortable where I'm at interest rate-wise. I'm making sure that I'm very comfortable in the actual neighborhood I'm in. If people start losing their homes in my neighborhood or the the homes in my neighborhood start to kind of look a little deteriorated and dilapidated because people are no longer able to afford the upkeep of their home because of the rise in inflation, the rise uh, in, in cost to do anything is just going to the point where they're choosing to not do stuff. I need to be very aware of that because I'm going to want to change neighborhoods or change locations to protect my long-term wealth and the long-term uh, agenda that I have for myself and my personal retirement. So declining property values. Number four, increase in credit card debt. As I mentioned earlier, the credit card debt is at all Time high. Uh, whenever credit card usage is high, it's usually a sign that people are spending, which is good for the GDP. However, when debt uh, faults rise, it could mean that people are losing their ability to pay, which signals an epic economic depression. Now, one of the precursors to this global um, Great Depression that happened was the global GDP was declining. It was declined at a 26.7 rate when you look it up over the course of that 120-month or 10-year period. Uh, peak global unemployment, they say on their Cook numbers, was in 1933 at 249 if you go look up what the current GDP growth is, it is very hard to find on these technocratic um, global elite websites. They're trying to hide that information and suppress it. You could just straight up ask, what's the current global GDP? And they will show you numbers from 2017, show you numbers from 2020, which obviously before 2020, there was a lot of positive going on in the world. And then we all know what happened in 2020. 2020, things got a little wonky and we're in the situation we're in now. With a lot of more searching than I thought it would take, we are looking at a decline. Is it anywhere near that 26.7% that you saw during the Great Depression? No, but it is in the twos to three percents right now with so many of the other precursors for a Great Depression happening. So that's kind of the basis I wanted to cover in this part one episode of Great Depression 2.0, is what leads up to a Great Depression, what signs are we seeing now, what is the, the information that we should be taking in now and the, looking for as we determine how prepared we want to be for the Great Depression 2.0, or even more important, our individual Great Depression. So on episode two, which should drop Sunday, I'm going to talk about Ways that we can fight back against the Great Depression 2.0. Now that we kind of laid the groundwork of what was the Great Depression... What are some signs that the Great Depression 2.0 could be happening, and what we need to do to be prepared? Should be will be next on the next podcast. So, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope this was helpful information. And, like I do on all my stuff, I try to give you an outline, I try to point you in the right direction, and then I encourage you to go dig deeper, do your own research, really embrace and learn this information for yourself because no one not me, not Canadian pagan, not um, any Anybody who's out there with the doom and gloom should be dictating how your mind thinks about these situations because preparedness is very much an individual situation. You may be so well off or you may be so used to being poor, a Great Depression 2.0 might not matter much to you. You might only have to take care of yourself. You might have to take care of 10 other people. Your situation is very individual. Your preparedness goals are very, very much individual. So take all this information in mind kind of clutter out the noise, get some uh, talking points for yourself, get some kind of data points to think about and dig into this work. I think it's something that's worth looking into and then determining how you avoid a Great Depression 2.0 for yourself if it happens on a worldwide scale. So until next episode, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope this is useful information. I appreciate your time.